Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick arse business strategies. Now on to the show. Hello, and welcome to the show. I'm Kirsty of Bits of Bernard Pet Photography. And I'm Caitlin of Ragamuffin Pet Photography. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 3 of the Pet Photographers Podcast. Our guest today has combined a love of the great outdoors with his passion for photography to create a business that inspires people and their dogs to go on adventures. It's Chris Fisher of Adventure Pup Photography. Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club, Fish. Chris? (laughs) (laughs) That's one of those days. (laughs) No, I actually go by Fisher sometimes, so that's perfectly fine. So we're super excited to talk to you um, today, Chris, about everything that you're doing. But first of all, can you give us a bit more of a backstory on your business, how long you've been going, how you got started, and um, what you're doing today and where you're at? Yeah, sure. So let's see. Um, I got into pet photography in particular just about a year ago. So I first got into photography when I moved to Colorado just a few years ago and primarily captured landscape shots for my hiking and camping trips. And uh, I know this uh, international podcast, so for those of the uh, those of you not familiar with the U.S., Colorado is known as essentially the heart of the Rocky Mountains, and it has some of the best scenic views in the country. So uh, it makes for a great destination to capture, you know, really grand landscape shots. Uh, so whenever I'd go hiking or camping, I'd bring my two huskies with me, and every once in a while, I'd see them being majestic up on a rock overlooking a lake or something, and uh, would have them be the subject of my shot. So about a year later, I started working on my photography in earnest and was trying to make, uh, trying to make it, so to speak, as a landscape photographer and focused a lot on Instagram since that was kind of the uh, app du jour at that time. Uh, I joined a, a pod, which is essentially a group of photographers like me, and we all tried to help each other's engagement to have our work seen and even shared on different hubs mm-hmm. and things like that. And every once in a while, you know, we would, within the pod, we'd exchange photos, uh, open it up for uh, constructive criticism, and just see what we can approve. And I would share my dog shots with the group every once in a while, and I received positive feedback on it. So that's when I shifted my focus to pets specifically. Uh, from that point, I had asked a few people from the pod if they would want to go on hikes and allow me to take photos of their dogs and then also my own dogs having to practice on. Uh, it was just more or less a practice of trying to get different dogs in, uh, trying to build my portfolio, and then eventually kind of establish a foundation for where I could start a business. So here I am. Awesome. So how long ago... Is it that you started moving into focusing more on the dogs or including dogs, I guess? Yeah, so it was actually just about a year ago. Oh, wow. You've grown your business really quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least, well, I'm saying that from the objective, you know, outsider's point of view. I know everyone sees everyone's Instagram highlights anyway, but it does look like you're going really quickly. So, um what what does working look like for you now within Adventure Pup Photography? Yeah, so uh, currently Adventure Pup Photography is only uh, a part-time, a side hustle, mm-hmm. I guess you could call it. Um, so 
by day I do, you know, my normal job, but in the evenings and weekends is where I really focus on building the adventure pup brand. And so I say brand in particular, because I feel like that's one of the uh, primary factors to grow your business. And it's that name recognition that really elevates the business. So that's what I've been focusing on. So, uh, doing things like doing as much promotion as I can on Instagram and Facebook and just attending events and things like that is really what I've been focusing on the most. So, um, it's really spending a lot of time on those apps and then going out and practicing on my own dogs at the same time. That's really how I spend most of the time for the company. You mentioned then um, that you're really focusing on growing your uh, Instagram and Facebook followings and um, also attending events. So so are you talking about, um, you know, you're having a stall or a booth at these events? Are you just going there wandering around with a camera? Like what kind of things are you, are you doing with these events and what kind of events are they, Chris? Uh, yeah. So, so far what I've been doing is donating uh, photo shoots to uh, silent auctions. So I've done that for three so far. And uh, in terms of like expos and things, I haven't taken an active role in those yet. Uh, we just had the Denver Pet Expo this past weekend. So that um, I was initially going to sign up for that, but I was like, you know, I don't want to get in too much too quickly. So what I had done is just attended the event. Um, I let people know on my Instagram account that I was attending it, uh, you know, just talking with people about their experiences with it. And then, um, you know, in my own attendance, just trying to get a feel for what it's like and, um, you know, just talking to people about the event. So uh, there's still a lot more growth in that avenue. So I'm really looking forward to actually getting more into the expo side of things. Chris, sounds like you're super um, business-minded there. I actually have never um, heard anybody else mention that when they attend the events, they're actually utilizing their Instagram with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to just talk us through that a little bit as well? Because I think that's a unique approach. So, you know, are you doing a live Instagram live while you're there? Like what was happening? Uh, so no, no Instagram live on this one, although I really should have. Um, uh, essentially what it is, is like, I would take a boomerang shot and then share it as a story, uh, or I would just talk about my experiences on stories or, um, you know, just take photos and then share those out as well. Uh, but Mm -hmm. a lot of it for the most part is just talking about others and their experience with it, uh, more so than my own experience with it. So it was just seeing, you know, who's attending, if you're there, are you there with the stall or are you there as just an individual? and really just trying to network out that way. Okay. So how did you get people involved in that? I mean, I haven't, I didn't see your stories or anything. So <laughs> and let's walk it out through like for the listener a bit more. Yeah, sure. So what it is, it's, um, there's a, actually to kind of go on a little bit of a tangent, there's a guy named Gary V that he's a really big entrepreneur and he's really big on uh, kind of social promotion and branding that way. And he has this dollar eighty rule, and it's essentially. Um, I know that a lot of people have, have branded it in different ways, but it's going to the top hashtags in your, you know, that you would follow or consider as part of your brand, going to the top nine photos of those, and then leaving, you know, liking and then leaving a comment or engaging in some way of those. So essentially, what I would do is just kind of go through mm-hmm. hashtags and folks like that. Um, and then just 
speak with folks that way. But then also just in my feed, if I see that people or even other photographers are going to be there at the expo, you know, I just say, oh, hey, I'm going to be there too. Or, hey, what are you looking forward to? So uh, just any way that I could really engage with people about Mm -hmm. it is just what I shoot for. You're actually engaging on their posts rather than um, putting it all on yours and hoping to attract people to engage on yours. Is that right? Right. So since I'm not an active participant in the expo, I'm not really posting too much in that regard. Yeah. A lot of it is talking to other people about their experiences. So you've mentioned Instagram a lot in the growth of your business. Um, And I'm looking at your feed as we speak, which is beautiful side note. It makes me want to go for a hike. Um, So there's there's a lot of engagement that you're getting. You've only been doing this for about a year. Can you talk us through how you've been focusing on growing that side of it and how does it play into your business and actually getting your clients and mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So yeah, of course. So I've only really been officially established since the first of the year. So um, in that regard, I've just kind of been slowly taking my time with building things up and my focus hasn't primarily been on growing the business side of things just yet. It's more or less establishing the foundation of it. So uh, making sure that my messaging is right on my website, uh, getting Google ads established, and then more or less making my presence or making my name more recognizable on, on things like Instagram and Facebook. And so more or less, I'm just proliferating the name more so than I'm chasing the clients. And I'm hoping that once I'm ready and I'm actually getting ready to start a promotion here pretty soon, when I'm ready, I can really start focusing on the sales and people would already have kind of an identity with the Adventure Pup brand. And so that way it would be a little bit of an easier process to try and get people in at that point. Absolutely. That makes so much sense. So in terms of establishing your brand, um, talk us through your vision of what that is. I mean, it's pretty obvious when you look at it, but it'd be nice for someone who's not looking at all your photos and everything like that Uh to sort of hear from from your point of view what that branding is. Yeah. So essentially the branding, what I envision is that when people think about outdoor recreational adventures with their dogs, they would think, oh, adventure pup photography, they take Mm -hmm. really awesome photos. And so that's really kind of the brand that I'm going for is just outdoors with your dogs, enjoying nature and just having a great time. And so, you know, ultimately, whenever I go out into a photo shoot, it's like a person and their dog is going out for a hike and they just happen to have a photographer along with them. So I always just want that brand to be positive and thinking about nature, having a great time with your dog and just enjoying being outdoors. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I noticed on your website that you've got, you know, your your list of partnerships, um, current and previous. And it's really interesting to see that rather than, you know, the usual groomers or vets that we might view on a pet photographer's partnership list, you've also mm-hmm. got businesses like an outdoor clothing company. You've mm-hmm. got Visit Colorado Springs, which I assume is a tourism board mm-hmm. or company. So can yep. you tell us a bit more about how what you're doing with your partners, how that's tying into your brand? 
Yeah, yeah. So um, I've kind of found some of these people in very strange ways. And a lot of it is just via Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, So with the Visit Colorado Springs, they're a pretty active uh, Instagram account. And they had asked me to do a takeover for one of their weekends. And so what it is, is I shared the story of this one photo shoot that I did with this one incredible pup, Junior, uh, when, when we were down there. Uh, so that was that relationship, uh, the apparel company move mountains, uh, they are a very outdoors and just nature oriented brand. And so they put together a lot of kind of outdoor excursions, a lot of hiking trips and such. And so they asked if they wanted to, if they asked me if I wanted to collaborate. And so I've done a couple of hikes with them already where it's just dog focused. So people bring their dogs along and then I just come along and shoot some photos along the way. So, um, yeah, it's just a lot of, uh, different things that as long as it involves the outdoors, I'm there. I love that. And I think it's a really interesting approach, sort of thinking outside the box of who can you partner with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, theoretically, not you necessarily, but one could, um, with a hiking business, for example, you could have the people who are on that sign up for if they specifically wanted to do an extra little shoot, you know, midway through the hike. And then Mm -hmm. you have a way to bring those clients in and be selling prints and um, albums or whatever, selling photos to them as you would any other client. Is that something Mm -hmm. that you're doing as well? Uh, So not at the time. So at this time, it's more or less kind of voluntary. And Mm -hmm. it's just a way for me to assist the Move Mountains brand. And so eventually, it might get to a point where I would put together like a branded hike myself, and then Mm -hmm. do something where I take pictures and then people can purchase photos later on. Uh, But mostly what I'm utilizing this platform at the time is a way to just talk with people, figure out what they like and what they don't like, more or less just make a connection. So maybe down the line, when they're ready for more of their own focused photo shoot, you know, the doors are already open at that point. And they're already following your awesome Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You already got my brain like ticking along, um, Chris. Oh my God. I mean, I'm also, I live outdoors as well. And, um, and I'm like, Oh, Oh, I have so many connections with the outdoor world. Like, <laughs> huh, why haven't I? In fact, while I've been spending some extra time up the river, I've been saying um, to Marco, oh, I really want to do some adventure sessions, like getting people with <laughs> kayaking with their dogs and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, oh, why didn't I action any of this? Like this smart guy. <laughs> so I'm going to be implementing I'm going to be implementing so much from uh, our, our uh, interview today, and I'm sure the listener has already taken something. So, oh, how exciting. <laughs> I think it's so great to, I mean, pet photography session in itself is an experience for those, when we're doing it, you know, every day of mm-hmm. the week, it feels like, oh, that's nothing. But I get for our clients that just having a photo shoot is an experience. But for me, the fact that you're combining that with an experience that's really really memorable um that the dog is going to have Mm -hmm. loads of fun with bonus the photos look amazing because your backdrops are incredible um i just feel like it's it really sets you apart Mm -hmm. from any of your other potential competitors because it it's a it's a full package deal so i think that's fantastic um 
I want to dive back into uh, I, I, I'm seeing your web background coming through with the way that you're talking about your advertising and you mentioned your Google AdWords that you're doing and you clearly have your hashtags nailed down. So I want I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about your hashtags um, and also what are you doing for Google Ads if you're not focusing on bringing clients in yet? Yeah, so um, let's see. Let's start with the Google Ads because that one I will actually be kind of short. Um, okay. <laughs> so it was actually one of the pups that I had reached out to when I was building my portfolio. Uh, his name is Jax. Uh, his mom is a person that works in the, well, essentially works with Google ads. So I approached her one day. I said, Hey, I see that you work with Google ads. Would you be interested in exchanging a photography session for setting up Google ads for me? So she said, yeah, sure. And so she's the one that had set it up for me. I go in and check on it every once in a while, just to kind of see what kind of click-throughs I'm getting. Um, the traffic is is slow, but it's steady. And um, I think once I really start getting more into the marketing push, which is going to be happening this fall and then more into next year, uh, I'll be sinking more dollars into that. And then I'm really anxious to see what will happen at that point. But as of right now, I don't have too much to say on it beyond um, I just trust Katie and what she's doing. But, um, Chris, I think even that is um, super great advice for the listener. If, you know, if you're in early days and you're starting out and perhaps you don't have a huge budget or you don't want to be spending too much money on your business because it's new, mm-hmm. um, negotiating um you know, mm-hmm. with an exchange of services like that, it's such a great, um, mm-hmm. great option as well to help to help in areas that you need. I mean, to pay for things that you need help. You know, in those areas, mm-hmm. I think that's a great, right, you know, right. great way to do it. Yeah, it's ballsy. <laughs> I don't think I have the confidence to do that. I'm really impressed. <laughs> well, it's it's one of those things where I feel like Google Ads. There is just an ocean worth of information out there on how to optimize it. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily have the time or patience for it just yet. So I felt like that was just a good opportunity to try and find somebody that did have the experience and have them at least get it lifted off the ground. Uh, Eventually I'll get around to learning more and doing more with it. But at this time, you know, I'm just following her recommendations and go from there. Mm, Great. Yeah. I'm, that was awesome. So you mentioned that you approached her when you're in the middle of portfolio building. Talk us through how you were doing that. Um, and is the majority of the photos that you're sharing on your Instagram now, are those based off your portfolio building shoots? And were you approaching dogs or you had sort of something to bring them into you? Uh, yeah. So what I'm posting nowadays are are more clients, but I'll, I'll dip back into the portfolio ones every once in a while. Um, and part of that is my camera, uh, gear has upgraded extensively since the beginning. So, uh, I don't dip too often into those portfolio pieces, but, um, you know, there's, there's still some really great shots from there. So, uh, I definitely have plenty to work with. Uh, but in terms of like how I reached out to them, to Jack's, and uh, his per parent, and then other dogs in particular, it was kind of a, uh, a few different 
things of what I considered. So number one, just what kind of dog it was, what color it was, just something that could help me fill out different editing techniques and learning like, this is how I need to edit a black dog. This is how I need to edit a cream colored one. This for a white one on white snow. So part of it was just, you know, what I know that I needed to work on and master. So that was part of the selection. But also it was just about how active those people were on Instagram, how they interacted with folks and kind of what their following was to see if there was something that I could leverage. Let me pause you there. Sorry, Chris. Um, So these dogs are dogs that you, quote unquote, met through Facebook. Uh, through Instagram, sorry. So they had their, you know, it's the sort of dog that has their own Instagram profile, that sort of thing. They weren't dogs that you knew in real life. So some of them were people that I'd met through my Instagram pod. Uh, And then a lot of others Mm -hmm. were ones that I just reached out to to see if they'd be open for a shoot. Unfortunately, they were. Yeah. Great. I think that is Great advice for any pet photographers starting out. I hear all the time, how do I practice? Who do I practice on? What should I be doing for portfolio building? And the truth is these days there are so many doggos on Instagram with their own Instagram pages. No judgment from me. The majority of what I follow, (laughs) I think it's adorable. But the truth is, um, yeah, if you wanted to start practicing, certainly put a limit on how many you're going to do because there's always the danger of, okay, I just need one more portfolio mm-hmm. building shoot before I'm ready to start. Right. Quite, you know, that, that fear that we get into when we're first, first starting. Um, but I think that's fantastic that you just thought to approach it mm-hmm. that way. Um, and I can't imagine anyone being like, no, I don't want a free photo shoot with your awesome mm-hmm. photography. So, And the other thing with that as well um, is most of those Instagram accounts, I mean, those people obviously are obsessed with their dogs like we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're going to appreciate the photos. And even though they might, or even if they're good at photographing <laughs> their own dog, it's from like, it's very hard to photograph yourself with your dog. So those mm-hmm. people are going to appreciate the opportunity to be put in the photos as well, which is something that you're offering as part of your, um, your sessions, Chris, and anyone mm-hmm. that's wanting to practice people with their pets. Yep. Um, super great way to do it. Yeah. yeah. And there's even been some people that have said that it's nice that they could actually go out and enjoy a hike for once instead of always snapping pictures of their dogs. So I'm doing them. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. So I'm really keen to dive deeper into this hashtag strategy that you've mentioned a few times, Chris. Um, we do actually do a second part to an interview, especially for the members of the Pet Photographers Club. So I think that we're at a good spot now. We're going to wrap up part one, but if you are a member, you can jump onto the website. I'm um, just going to the members area or you can have a listen to part two where we're going to dive even deeper into like the detailed areas of what Chris is doing. So if you're interested in learning more, you can do that. And in the meantime, thank you so much, Chris. This has been such a fantastic interview. Uh, what is the best place for listeners to check out a little bit more of your work? Yeah, so if you haven't been listening, Instagram's a good place to find me. <laughs> Uh, so That's yeah, where Advent- I'm Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so adventure pup photography, big on Instagram. I'm trying to do a lot more on Facebook now too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are my my two main drivers, and I'm just always kind of trying to improve upon the website too. So adventurepupphotography.com. 
which by the way, your website is so lovely and easy to navigate. Clearly that's um, something that you, you know a bit about. So guys, if you want some inspiration for a website, um, check it out. Cause I, I found it really easy to, you know, find my way around and, and super nice, super nice imagery of course helps. <laughs> Ah, that's exciting. We can't wait to see the updated version too. It has been completely fascinating, actually, Chris, to think to hear sort of your different approach to marketing, to partnerships, and kind of that niching within a niche, the adventure dog photography. Um, it's really exciting that you're still only in your first year of pet photography. Uh, we love interviewing guests who aren't you know who aren't just pet photographers that have been going for 10 years it's so interesting and fresh to hear someone um who is just starting out and already smashing it so thank you so much you've shared loads um for those of you who do want to listen to part two if you're not a member yet you can join us at the pet photographers club dot com forward slash join and just sign up there and become a member um and yeah leave a comment on instagram or on the facebook group let chris know what you thought of this interview and uh we'll leave all the links to his instagram and website and everything in the show notes which uh, you can find at the pet photographers club.com forward slash podcast forward slash zero four zero five okay bye for now Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.